Hello everyone, welcome to MMA at Midnight. I'm your host, Sean Yuretsi, and in this week's episode, we're going to preview UFC on Fox, Derek Brunson versus Jacare Souza. Okay, we'll move on to the UFC on Fox 27 with um, Derek Brunson versus Jacare Souza. I'm going to start with the prelims. Um, on the Fight Pass prelims, we have Nico... Excuse me. <clears throat> we have Nico Price versus George Sullivan. Um, George Sullivan is coming off a KO loss to Alexander um, Yakovlev um, in his last fight. And um, in his la uh, Nico Price is coming off a loss, too, in his last fight. He lost by choke to uh, uh, Vicente Luque. But um, Nico Price is 10-1. That was his only loss. Um, a lot of people know Nico Price. He has that TKO win over Alan Joban, um, which was really impressive. Um, he might not be necessarily someone that's highly promoted. You know, he's on the fight pass prelims. But like I said, he only has one loss. So don't sleep on him. You know, he's someone to keep an eye on. Um, we also have a bunch of women's fights on the card worth mentioning. Um, you know, none of them are actually like contender fights or anything that's like high high in the rankings but the women's fights always deliver so i just want to uh mention them um you have justin quiche versus jiyoung kim uh random marcos versus juliana lima and caitlin chukagian versus mara romero barella so keep an eye on those fights the women always bring it you know there's always action in the women's fights um we also have on the prelims we have mersad bektich versus godfredo pepe um, Mursad Bektich, um, he's coming off a KO loss to Darren Elkins, but, uh, he's 11-1. That was his only loss, so I'm looking for him to rebound, make a lot of improvements, changes. You know, we always talk about guys when their first loss, they end up learning so much from it. So just like Nico Price coming off his first loss, uh, Mursad, just look for him to be making improvements as well. Um, Godfredo Pepe, he's always exciting, action, action fighter, he always brings it. He does have some holes in his game, but um, we'll see how he matches up against uh, Mursad Bektich. Um, moving on to the main card, we have um, Gregor Gillespie versus Jordan Rinaldi. Um, Gregor Gillespie is someone to keep an eye on. He's 10-0. He's an undefeated fighter. Um, Jordan Rinaldi, um, these, both these guys are kind of like up-and-comers. So look, look to whoever wins this fight. You know they're probably going to get a push after or a big-name fight after this. So, yeah, keep an eye on Gregor Gillespie and Jordan Rinaldi. Um, we also have Dennis Bermudez versus An Andre Feely. Yeah, Andre Feely's coming off that win over Artem Lobov. You know, that, was, I, that seems like a long time ago. I don't know if it was what the date was, but it seems like it was like six months ago or so. Maybe he got an injury or just had some time off. Um, but also, um, Dennis Bermudez is coming off a two-fight um, two losing streak. Um, he lost by KO to uh, Chan Sung Jung. Um, so look for Dennis Bermudez to try and get back on the winning track um, against Andre Feely. And in the main event, we have Derek Brunson versus uh, Jacare Souza. Uh, the first fight between them, if you haven't seen it, check it out. On um, They have it up on Fight Pass. They met in Strike Force. It was a really quick fight. Um, I'm not sure exactly how long it was, but I think it was like 30 seconds or something. Um, Derek Brunson was being really aggressive coming forward. And Jacare caught him with a nice crisp hook that just, like, flattened him. And um, Brunson kept trying to recover, but um, Jacare was all over him and ended up knocking him out. It, it was a really good finish by Jacare. Um, in Derek Brunson's last fight, he knocked out Machida. 
sure a lot of people saw that. Um, that was a that was a really big win for him against a high, uh, a high caliber opponent, a big name. So look for Derek Brunson to, um, if he can get a win over uh, Jacques Ray to be like in that um, that top five that 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 title talk mix as well. Um, Jacques Ray's last fight he lost to Whitaker, but um, before that he had some good wins. He beat Vitor. He beat Tim Boach. So look for um, Jacques Ray to come out, you know, with some fire, looking to get get back on the winning track. So this is a really interesting fight. Um, this whole UFC on Fox fight card, there's a lot of guys that are coming off losses and they want to get back on the winning track. So th that's what kind of adds intrigue to this card for me. It's not necessarily that they're all like number one contender fights or guys that all hunt the, for the knockout. It's that it's really going to dictate who's going to move up, who's going to keep going. You know, like I said, a couple undefeated fighters or fighters with just one loss, you know, see how they recover, how they learn and uh, regroup from their losses. So that's what's going to make this um, UFC on Fox card interesting. It's it's um, kind of like the recovery of um, coming off a loss. We'll see how those guys do. Overall, with the Bellator um, tonight and the UFC tomorrow night, it should be a lot of fun, uh, a lot of good fights. Uh, so definitely tune in for those. <clears throat> segment i like to call midnight midnights of our past um in this week's uh episode i'm going to cover uh pride fc total elimination 2004 this was the first round of the pride heavyweight tournament in 2004 um with the the um i was about to say strike force heavyweight tournament the bellator heavyweight tournament kicked off last weekend with the first fight with rampage versus chael sonnen um i wanted to cover the the pride um heavyweight grand prix start off with that this one was an amazing event it was a legendary tournament a lot of great fights all the great fighters heavyweights um let's get started we had um heath herring versus um <clears throat> we had heath herring versus yoshiki takahashi um this was an, uh, a good fight takahashi actually played, came out pretty good pretty good strategy he was bringing it to heath herring but um, Heath ended up getting uh, getting him down with some ground and pound, and ended up finishing him with it, um, KOing him with the the ground and pound. Um, you had Semi Schilt versus Gan McGee. This was like the matchup of the giants. I believe they're both like seven feet tall or close to it. Um, so that was an interesting matchup. Definitely check that out. Uh, you had uh, Stefan Lenko versus Noyo Ogawa. Um, Stefan Lenko was um, a high level K1 kickboxer. For guys who don't know. Um, and this was like his transition over. A lot of people saw Mirko doing well in Pride, so like the kickboxers wanted to step over to MMA and, and um, test their skills in that. Um, Ogawa, being like a professional wrestler, he he kind of had his way with Lenko in there, um, but he also caught him. Stefan Lenko got dropped with a shot by Ogawa, so that was really interesting to see. Definitely a good good fight to watch. Um, also, Sergey Haritanov versus Marillo Ninja Hua. Ninja moved up from middleweight, like he put on weight and not like muscle weight. He just like didn't, you know, just ate whatever he wanted. <laughs> it looked like from like uh, his physique in that fight. And Sergey was just landing body shot after body shot. Like he kept throwing the right hook to the body over and over in a ninja, and it was landing solid. Some of the cleanest body shots I've ever seen in MMA. They just kept landing and landing. And then Ninja, he goes to block the shot to the body, but Sergey goes upstairs and just clobbers him with a right hook. 
and uh, it sends Ninja stumbling onto the ropes, and Sergei just finishes him with a combination that that uh, knocks him out cold. That was a legendary knockout. Um, it was it was a crazy fight. Definitely check that one out as well. Um, <laughs> it's like one legendary knockout after another. You got Rand, uh, in the next fight, it was Randall, Kevin Randleman versus Mirko Krokop. This is when Randleman knocked out uh, Krokop. Um, everyone was expecting Krokop to to win this uh, to, uh, win this match and move on to face Fedor. You know that was the fight everyone wanted to see Fedor versus Mirko. But Randleman with the huge upset, with the huge uh, punch, just knocked out Mirko. Um, it was a, it was a violent KO. If you haven't seen it, definitely check that one out. Um, you had Antonio Rodrigo Nogueira versus Hirotaka Yokoi. Um, Yokoi was a young Japanese fighter coming up. He had some good judo. Um, he and they kind of matched him up with Nogueira to see. Um, you know, this was kind of trying to like uh, kind of a highlight match for Nogueira, trying to build him back up. You know, they wanted to build that rematch between him and uh, between him and Fedor. So that's what they were kind of working towards. And in the main event, you had Fedor Emelianenko versus Mark Coleman. Um, Fedor being the Pride heavyweight champion and Mark Coleman being a former UFC heavyweight champion. And um, Mark Coleman won the 2000 um, heavyweight Grand Prix in Pride. So um, it was kind of like the old guard versus the new guard. And Fedor ended up getting one of the fastest arm bars I've ever seen in any weight class. Not not just heavyweight. For heavyweight, it's unreal. To this day, watching it, I can't believe how fast uh, Fedor gets that armbar. His hips move so like fl um, uh, like uh, fluid, like um, stumbling on my words here. Like it's 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 amazing the way he moves his hip on the ground from the bottom to get that armbar. It was unreal. It was so fast. Coleman, it, it totally took him by surprise. I think he tried to hold out as long as he could, but Fedor just like straightened his arm out. Um, and he was forced to tap, you know, hold, uh, Coleman was like holding his arm afterwards. It looked like he pretty much like he hurt, he hurt it. He got injured in the arm bar. <clears throat> um, that was uh, so many great heavyweight fights on this card. So many great heavyweight fighters. Um, the one thing about pride, they might've had some fights that were like sideshow fights, but they had, they brought everything to card. They always had a, a fight for everyone. They had a fight that was high level competition, the best of the best fighting each other. They always had like one sideshow fight. They had like one casual fight. Um, you know, one fight with maybe like a professional wrestler or uh, like to bring in some attention from there or Olympian or some other type of athlete. They had a, people think like, oh, ja Japanese sideshow fights. That's not all they had. And it was never the main event. The sideshow fights, they're always like in the, like the middle of the card. And they knew how to sell, bring in all types of audience. They brought in audiences from everywhere. Like they had a type, one type of fight on every card. Like at the sideshow, the contender fight, high level. Um, they they brought a little bit of everything to all the cards, and that's why they were so stacked, and why I believe they did so well. So that that's really nice to see. Going back to watch the pride fights, they had something for everyone, and it was it was very entertaining. The the, sh the whole show and spectacle is amazing if you can get a chance to watch the events from beginning to end with the intros and interviews it's it's definitely an experience it's a lot of fun um i i, I love watching the, the old pride events even it's to this day like even back in the day i used to love it and i still do now um they're just a lot of fun 
So check out Total Elimination 2004. Check out the Bellator tonight and check out the UFC tomorrow night. And uh, Sunday I'll bring you a post-fight special recapping the Bellator and the UFC. And stay tuned every week for an episode. Subscribe to the channel, like the videos, and um, we'll keep you posted. Thank you guys. Bye.